a playlist original. It's your host, Tori, and who is ready to be petty? Welcome back to another episode of RTBP. I am so glad you're here. Some really exciting news on the RTBP front. I have like a little merch item that you can purchase. It is a Starbucks cup with ready to be petty on the label. It's super, super cute. It's by a small creator in LA. It's super It's super cheap to ship all around the U.S. And I'm going to look for a seller in Canada to do the same. So I use my Starbucks cup literally every day of my life. I'm looking at it right now. (laughs) I bring it to my yoga classes. It's in the car with me. Uh, I need a straw because I'm a bebe, <laughs> but but seriously, I need to drink so much water because I do hot yoga and just because of, uh, of some prescriptions I'm on, um, some TMI info for, for you all, but I need to drink so much water and this has seriously helped me so much is by having like a sippy cup. I don't know why I'm talking about this. Am I selling the product? <laughs> Probably not. Anyways, it's the perfect thing to bring to the beach this summer to rep the RTBP community. So the link is in my bio on my socials and I'll put the link in my episode show notes as well. If you do choose to buy a cup, all of the money goes to the small creator. So I super appreciate that as well as... Like, send me a pic of you looking cute, doing whatever, listening to the pod, sipping your RTBP cup. I think that would be super fun. Anyways, I was also on one of my fave new podcasts, Mess Magnets, on the Rob is a Podcast Network. And we talk all about the Kardashians, Meghan Markle, that elephant that was like a petty little bitch. We talk about the J-Lo halftime documentary. It's super fun, lots of laughs, and I'll include that link in the episode show notes as well. I have my big interview with Chloe tomorrow. If you're listening to this on Sunday, God bless your soul. It's tomorrow. I'm so nervy. Send me positive vibes. Two more things before we get going. As per usual, It would be super helpful if you rate, subscribe, download, leave a review of the podcast. It helps find new listeners. It helps RTBP climb those podcast charts. And then we can get great guests like Chloe. So I always love reading out your reviews. It literally makes my day. I was listening, I was reading some from Australia this morning and like, literally tearing up so I so so appreciate every time I get a rating and review and sending you all my love okay in this episode we talk about Beyonce's album coming out this July but she dropped her first song a first single break my soul early tonight and I just listened to it and it is everything I wanted in a euro pop like south of France club sweaty bodies aperol spritzes you know walking to mcdonald's (laughs) down like a cobblestone street with some sailboats in the harbor that is what i am envisioning for our summers and that's what i envision when i listen to this song 10 out of 10 chef's kiss perfection okay i think that's all the housekeeping items for me today Enjoy today's episode with Taylor. I'm back with a very special guest, Taylor from That's the Tea Podcast. Taylor, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. I Okay, this is like kind of embarrassing, but I just finished the last episode of the summer oh. when I turned pretty. So I'm like, I actually was like crying like 30 seconds ago. <laughs> Wow, I love that. <laughs> I'm like on the verge of crying again, but we'll, oh my God. we'll make it through. <laughs> okay, you got this. 
Last time you were on the pod, we were doing what Selling Sunset season four. I'm like, what even happened during that? Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, season five's out. Did you watch season five? I did watch season five, you know, guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I'm like, what even happened? I, I don't mean know. <laughs> it was like I feel like I always think that with episodes or like seasons of reality TV, like yeah like this kind not like I don't know like so it's just I don't remember half of what happened and at the time that it was happening I was like this is crazy stuff but I mean besides the Chriselle and Jason stuff like that's really that was the only notable thing I feel like yeah is that bad because I'm the exact same way like I will literally just black it out of my memory but like in like but I also binged the season in one day same so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's it's fine. Maybe maybe it's just all of us. We're all like that. It's not just us. Yeah, for sure. I also think that like just if you watch it super fast, also you just can't like store it into like long term memory. <laughs> I always think that like with books and like movies and shows and stuff, if I like go through it super fast, I'm like I don't even remember like characters' names. Like, yeah. I forget everything. Same. And then like a lot of things like blend into one. I feel like. Yes, but also this is the same with pop culture because we also talked about Lindsay's engagement and then I was like, literally haven't heard of her since. No, literally when I saw that, I was like, Lindsay who? (laughs) And at the time we were obviously like dying over it, but I was like, I don't even remember all of this. Yeah, because I didn't even put her last name. (laughs) No, I mean, I figured there's really only one, but but I was like, Lindsay, oh my God. That's so funny. So I did some digging and she did have an engagement party in March 2022 with her fiance, but like that's all I've seen. She's pretty low key. Yeah, she is. But that that Christmas Hallmark movie is coming out. Still this waiting for wi- it. Yeah, like, <laughs> literally when they dropped that, I was like, oh, like it must be. Kind of, it, it was like November. I was like, oh, it's probably coming like in a month. It's like two years from now. <laughs> that was literally so upsetting. Like, why did they do that to us? I don't know. Oh. Um, we also talked about Michelle as the Bachelorette. She had just been announced, I believe, this week. Michelle and Nate announced their breakup. Wow, that's really full circle. I know. <laughs> for us. <laughs> yeah, for us personally. Yeah, yeah. Did you, like, follow their relationship after the show? Not really. Like, some bachelors and bachelorettes, like, I really get attached to, and I'll, like, follow them on Instagram and then follow along. But with these two, I just really didn't care because I didn't love Nate. I liked Michelle a lot, but mm-hmm. I didn't really, like... I mean, I kept up with like, you know, the big news that was happening around them, but really not other than that. I wasn't really surprised when they announced that they were broken up, honestly. Yeah, me neither. The biggest clue, though, was this picture that I think that like Bachelor Nation, like the <laughs> the gods at uh, mm-hmm. the TV show released a photo of like all of the people that host their like branded podcasts and she was in it and she was like there was clearly someone like standing behind her with like their hand on her back and they just like edited him out (laughs) oh wait did you post about this I saw this somewhere yes yes it it was originally posted by um bachelor clues and game of roses podcast but I reposted (laughs) okay because I it must have been you or Game of Roses because I, I know I saw it and I was like, where did I? But I didn't know that it was all the people that had like Bachelor Nation related like content. Yeah. And I was like, this is the most random group of people. Like what made them get together? And there was someone so obviously missing above Michelle. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because it was like all the girls and then their dudes. So it was like Tia, Joe, and Natasha mm-hmm. who host the Bachelor original Spook? one, yeah. a clickbait, 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 and then uh, Michelle and Becca, and then Thomas, like who host their Bachelorette one, I guess, and then um, Mike and Brian from the boys one. <laughs> like, yeah, like, like I couldn't yeah. even name any of those. <laughs> maybe clickbait but also when I saw Brian in that picture I was like what is he doing in this picture like yeah where did he come from yeah and why is he not with Rachel like I was like huh yes it's so random that he is still uh part of 
Bachelor Nation because I don't know he just didn't make a big splash other than like winning the season I guess not at all and also like she's kind of really trying to remove herself from yeah that world yeah but he kept he kept going I think they make big bucks um, they as, totally do yeah as the podcast host so good for them good for them you cover so much on your Instagram account. I <laughs> I always I, try. <laughs> I always DM you and I'm like, hey, this is like where I'm getting my breaking news. <laughs> like, fuck like just Jared. I'm on that's the tea. <laughs> no, I literally like can't help myself. Like, because I feel like before I made this like podcast and the podcast Instagram account, like, mm-hmm. I would just like send it to a bunch of friends and stuff and then I was like I feel like no one actually gives a fuck if I Mm -hmm. if I am like posting or sending this to them so then I was just like this is my new outlet of like telling people who may or may not care I just post everything that I kind of care about yeah yeah and it happens to be everything I care about too so (laughs) yeah we have a lot of like similarities in what we watch and like follow yes yes that's the best when you're like okay your for you page is is also my for you page literally (laughs) um and the podcast is on hiatus right now but really everyone should go follow that account because (laughs) I swear to god I swear to god um that's where I get on my breaking news. <laughs> wow, I love that for me. I feel like honored. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why the algorithm is, yeah, just in your favor, I guess, in my favor. I love that for me <laughs> and for you. Yes. So today we're going to talk about kind of a random mix of things. Uh, we're going to talk about Beanie Fel- Felstein. Yeah. Okay, this is like my problem. I've got like a weird. I don't know, but like I have been seeing not about my podcast, but about other like mutuals of mine. Um, a lot of comments being like they didn't like learn how to pronounce like this person's name. And like oh. I totally get that, especially like like to an extent. Like I think if you're like ignorantly not learning someone's name, like that's rude. Right. And it's like often with people of color and then like, but then like now I'm like, every time I say a name, I'm like, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> like, and you're like sweating. And you're like, ah. yeah. <laughs> Cause I'm like, I'm like, just like you, we talk about this a little bit with our friends, but like most of these things I'm just reading or watching online by myself. So then the first time I say Beanie Feldstein is on this fucking podcast. <laughs> like yeah and then you're like nervous yeah yeah no you're definitely saying it right at least that's how I've heard everyone else pronounce it okay but I also hate that because also like I see it in writing all the time not just her but I mean you know everyone I see it in writing all the time and I could spell it out for you but then when it comes to pronouncing it's like oh my god I hope I'm saying that right I know that was me this week I said Sam Ashgari and I think it's Ascari or I don't even know and I'm like I because I've never said it out loud but I (laughs) guess I should look it up anyways we're gonna talk about her leaving um the Broadway revival of Funny Girl we're gonna talk about Beyonce's uh new album uh the tv show the summer I turned pretty and then Taylor didn't even ask you about this, but um, I got it. Okay, perfect. Uh, Taylor's going to nominate a Petty Weight Champion of the Week and share a This Week in Petty story. So first things first, are you a big Broadway person? I wouldn't say I'm a big Broadway person, mm-hmm. but I'm not like not into it. Like I love all those songs and stuff and I've been a few times. I haven't been back in a while. I would love to go now that they're back up and running after COVID because I live in New Jersey. So like I'm really close to Broadway. Like I'm an easy train ride in. But yeah, I'm like in the middle, like not a big fan, but like also not not a fan. Yeah, I'm the same. Like I I would be a casual, I'm like a casual admirer. (laughs) Yes, yes. Like I respect it. I follow like some of the big headlines but I couldn't name like the original cast of like yeah or like its debut or whatever but it was like a big deal when Funny Girl came back because it premiered I think in like the 60s and this was its first like revival obviously like Barbara Streisand was the main character Fanny Bryce it got like just critical acclaim all of that stuff so when it was coming back everyone thought Leah Michelle would be 
Fanny Bryce because I think especially because her character in Glee, Rachel Berry, sung like fucking every song from Funny Girl during the six seasons of Glee. Literally, when news came out that this was like coming back, every single article, everyone on the internet was saying, oh, it's obviously going to be Leah Michelle. Like everyone was saying that. And then everyone brought it back to Glee, which makes total sense. But yeah, Beanie Feldstein, I feel like everyone was like shocked by yeah for sure just because I think she hasn't been anything uh like singing or like live I guess maybe like in her past but yeah she doesn't give me like Broadway I don't know any yeah yeah vibes and she or her mother in the play is played by Jane Lynch so there's like another Glee connection she didn't get like rave reviews which was kind of sad because I feel like I'm always rooting for her and her brother Jonah Hill (laughs) me too and I feel like more and more people are finding out that they're siblings and every time I've seen someone like just learn this for the first time they are actually shocked they're dead but then once you know it, it's like of course they're siblings like come on yes yes they have like the same eyes and like facial structure (laughs) yeah and he was really supportive of her like getting this role like he was like posting pictures of her with like the billboards and broadway whatever but i'm also uh, i don't know i'm also like kind of sad for her that people are kind of shitting on her performance i know she's just not getting great reviews yeah and like i also think it's like she's probably doing like an excellent job but like again so much pressure with the revival and then um she was i think just like up against a lot of not competition but per se but just big shoes to fill huge shoes to fill yeah exactly yeah i didn't know her dad is like a producer or like has some behind the scenes role in this show I also had no idea until this very moment in time (laughs) so (laughs) her and Jonah Hill I guess are like kind of maybe nepotism babies which is like that is very surprising so surprising gotta look into that later yes yeah I didn't didn't do my homework but (laughs) neither did I (laughs) but I feel like people were also like maybe that's why she got the role but she was like ugh, that's that's unfair That's what people always used to say about Ben Platt because his dad is a producer. But like, yes, I literally have such a special place for Ben Platt in my heart. So (laughs) whatever. But like when people say that, it's like, oh, is it true? I hope it's not true because this person's actually talented. Yeah, of course. Why does Ben Platt have a special place in your heart? I really, like, don't have an exact answer, but but if I had to narrow it down, maybe, like, one, when he sings, like, his voice, like, actually gives me chills. Mm. Literally, when I saw Dear Evan Hansen in the theaters, which is a totally different story because that also got shit on. Yes, so bad. So bad. (laughs) I loved it. Yeah. And when he sang, like, literally, I got chills. Like, I got goosebumps. I was like, oh, my God, I love him. And have you ever seen The Politician? No, but, um... I yes. love that show. Yes, I should really, really watch that. It's with Gwyneth Paltrow, right? Yes, he yeah. play- she plays his mom. Yeah. It's good. I would recommend. But okay, there's really that. no exact reason. I just like, I just love him for no reason. Yeah, yeah. No, that's so fair. Yeah. But Jane Lynch and Beanie Feldstein will be leaving the production this September. And now everyone's like, Leah Michelle, this is your chance. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, me neither. Um, she's just so she's such a interesting celebrity because she's so interesting. Like she had such a a boom during the Glee era, and then kind of like fell off. Yeah, and I feel like the things, the projects that she pops up in now are very random, so random. And yeah, she's kind of having a moment with like Spring Awakening. I, I guess was just it was gonna like, say that. Yeah, it was like the twentieth anniversary or something like that. So they did like a whole special, I think, on, yeah. on HBO Max or something. I, I don't know what platform it was on, but I saw people were like, "Oh wait, I actually like like this." Yeah, 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 yeah. With Jonathan Groff, it was like yes. the whole like vagina thing, and that yeah. story was everywhere. Yeah, yeah, literally. So we'll see. She, I think she's annoying in person. <laughs> like, I think- yeah, and a lot of like 
cast members have said that she's kind of like a menace to work with yes she's a mean girl and I feel like in Broadway or like any musical theater or any theater production you have to be like a really good like teammate okay yeah right because you all have to you know work so much together and yeah lift each other up yeah absolutely and you're doing so many shows and you're in like tight quarters and like just all of that stuff but she does have such a good voice that I would be excited to see that she does I feel like if she did get this role she would probably be amazing yeah yeah I like when I was writing some notes for this I looked up some clips on her of her on YouTube uh, singing funny girl songs and I was like wow a she covered like all of them and then wow. b like she sounds great like yeah she just has that that je ne sais quoi she really does yeah as a performer <laughs> I'm right. separating the person from the art <laughs> sometimes that's all you have to do yeah truly truly speaking of like angelic voices mm. Beyonce- perfect transition <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Beyonce Knowles is releasing her seventh studio album. She hasn't released music in years. How excited are you for the Renaissance part one? I have mixed reactions and I don't want to get like in trouble for my opinions. Oh my God, don't. No, no, not from you, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm not afraid of you. I'm afraid of the fucking beehive. (laughs) Okay, that is so fucking true. I feel like the only, like, the only worse stand, like, it's like Directioners, Mm. BTS, um, Swifties, and the beehive. (laughs) So true. They're really, like, strong. Yes. (laughs) But... So I don't like dislike her. Like I, I'm not stupid. I don't live under a rock. Like I think she's amazing. She has, she's so talented. Like she has a great voice, but I just don't like die for her the way that a lot of people do. I don't know how to explain it. Like, I just feel like not that she's overrated. I don't know how to explain it. I just feel like everyone like treats her like she's actually the queen (laughs) <laughs> and it's just like okay like yeah she's a great singer and she's beautiful but like I don't know I don't die for her but I am excited because she hasn't released a song in a long long time yeah besides like soundtracks yeah like random things yeah here and there. the Lion King and um the one for Serena oh yeah that was good and Venus's yeah movie. like I no so I am excited I just don't really know what to expect. I saw, I saw, um, I think they said it on Chicks in the Office. They read like directly what her or her team said. And they said, this is, wait, I forget exactly what they said, but it was something like, this is an album. This is a dance album that will make you like fall in love on the dance floor or something along the lines of that. And that quote, I, which I'm probably butchering, but it was something like that just made me excited I was like okay that sounds like right up my alley yes okay if it is like her self-titled album Beyonce like I think it was like 2004 dance hits I would be so fucking happy because yeah and like Lemonade I feel like is really like profound yeah and it seems like she's also working with a lot of cool collaborators, um, like Doja Cat. People even said, like Ariana Grande. People said one person that I was like, oh, Rihanna. I was like, I don't think that's oh why God, I was That like, would be crazy. Right? But I don't think that's true because I feel like sh- she's not doing new music. So I was like, maybe this isn't true. But it seems like she's going to have a lot of cool guests. And then, yeah, I'm just excited for new music. Me too. Especially like summer. I need some good summer bops. Yes. I'm excited. Yes. Okay. Me too. I don't know. I just, were you wowed by Harry's house? So I don't know if you know this about me. You probably do because you follow me. Yes. But I, I love him. Like, yes. And I have, which honestly we will circle back to because it's part of my story later. Oh. But I literally am a big directioner, whatever. So like, yes. I love it I love Harry's house but I feel like with a lot of albums especially by people that I like well no 
less by people that I like, but just in general, like the first few times you listen to them, you're like so underwhelmed. You're like, I don't really know what I'm listening to. All the songs kind of sound the same. And then more and more you listen to it and certain songs you like just die. And I love Harry's house, all of it, except for maybe like two songs, but <laughs> as a whole, I like it. Okay. I love it. Okay, good. I, you're probably right. Cause I have outside of like, as it was, I feel like I've only listened to the album like once fully through. You're so right. Cause I remember this is like, <laughs> this is so embarrassing, but like, it's the same with like Justin Bieber albums. I'm always like, I hate this. And then like, after like three times listening like through I'm like this is the best music I've like ever heard in my life (laughs) literally same yeah so maybe I just like need to give it another chance but yeah I just like I don't know some of the new music just like isn't doing it for me so I'm just I'm ready for this album yeah same and I feel like we don't have our song of the summer yet so maybe Mm -hmm. it could be on this yeah you know I've been pushing for before I knew it by Mason Ramsey (laughs) song of the summer I would love that for him (laughs) I don't know it just came up on my TikTok like two months ago and I was like I just can't stop singing it like in my car and stuff like that (laughs) no it was a bop and all the people making dances and like TikToks to it I was loving it yeah that era (laughs) okay yeah me too me too (laughs) or like I just need like Carly Rae Jepsen or something to release a song yeah I need Carly Rae Jepsen to release another banger. Yeah. She has about three, but we are due for a new one. <laughs> truly, truly. Were you intrigued by Beyonce's, like, I don't know, clues, like Easter eggs? It was very um, Taylor Swift-esque. She, you know, deleted all her social media. She put on her website B7 and B8. Then it, like, was deleted. And then we learned that Renaissance Part 1 is B7. Yeah, it was... I, I don't think, again, Taylor Swift, like, fucking coined or, like, no. um, but it's very much the thing to do nowadays. I think that, obviously, like, uh, coming from a Swifty, I know, mm-hmm. but I think that, like, Taylor Swift obviously did not start that. Like, she's not the first person to do it, but I think that she popularized it so much and, like, her fans made it such a thing that I think other artists started to realize like oh this is a cool like marketing tactic blah 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 and started to like take some of that like and do their own spin on it this was also like you said so Taylor Swift move um I don't like follow closely but I just saw all the you know gossip pages posting about it and I thought you know I I was here for it yeah yeah you're so right I feel like people like need to do something like that like they couldn't just release music they like have to drop all of these clues for the rabid fans I feel like it's it's like one or the other it's like little clues and bits and pieces or it's like Drake I have an album coming out in five hours here it is yeah yeah which I kind of like both like Sometimes when you know an album is coming for months and you they released a single here and there, it's like, you know it's coming and you're excited. But then sometimes when it comes all at once, it's just so exciting. Yeah, 100%. And like your expect, you don't have expectations. So right. it just like blows your mind. Yeah. Yeah, which um, is funny because isn't that what Beyonce did? Like dropped an album. I can't remember which one it was, but it was I just I think like, it was Lemonade. Okay, it was like, yeah, At Midnight. Here you go. (laughs) And I feel like she was also one of the first people to do that. Because I remember being, I think I was in high school when that, like, happened. And everyone was absolutely dying. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, streaming had just kind of kicked off. So it was, like, this was not possible before. So. Right. Yeah. And, like, it's just such a power move to be, like, I am so famous and so impressive that I don't need to do any press. I can just... Yeah, it's such a power move, and I love it. Yeah, Ugh, so you know what I was cool. surprised about though that mm. this is only her seventh album. Yeah, I know. I was thinking the same, and then I guess she has all the ones with Destiny's Child, but like true. But yeah, I feel like she's just been a she's such a institution in the music world. Like literally, yeah, yeah. you would think that she would have yeah more records. So this is part one. So obviously part two slash b8 is gonna come yeah when do we think that's gonna come well this isn't coming till july which i always say i guess that's like in two weeks or whatever like i'm still living in like april so me too (laughs) i'm living in like hot april weather yeah Yeah. literally so uh maybe the fall i guess i don't know yeah i don't know i'm excited excited for both though 
Me too. Okay, let's talk about the semi-turn pretty. Okay, I just want to give a disclaimer. Yes. I did not finish it. Okay, I won't I finished spoil it. reading the well, oh, I yes, finished okay, reading the yes. book over the weekend. Yes, okay. Did you watch so I didn't have of- enough time. Yeah, so I'm like halfway through. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. But I've seen like clips on TikTok, so like, and I read the book, so it's not like I'm going to be completely surprised, I don't think. And it's like we'll really, see. really close to the book. The I like adaptation. That. So yeah. Yeah, that's no ways. I won't spoil like the end. Okay. We can just talk about the, the general like aesthetics, because I also wouldn't want to spoil it for anyone else that. True. Because it just came out. So first question, did you read the books? You just read the first one. Yeah. So I am such the type of person that like if something is coming out based on a book, I will try to read the book, like depending on what it is, obviously. Yeah. So I read the book, the first one in about two, three days, which is a lot considering how like quick and easy these books are to read. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And I'm already halfway through the second book. Oh. Which it took me like a day to get halfway through. Like yeah. a busy, it was Father's Day. And I <laughs> yeah, you're like, dad, shut the fuck up. Like, Literally. <laughs> um, And I love the books. Did you read them? Yes. Okay. So I cannot wait to talk about this because, so I am 29. You have to think about that. Yeah, I did because I'm turning <laughs> 30 this year in like two months and I like literally want to die. Gotcha. What year did this book come out? The summer I turned pretty. I think it was like 2000. It was 2000s, like seven. Yes. Okay. 2009. So I was, let's set the scene. I would have been, holy shit. I <laughs> I would have been in grade 11. Wow. Okay. So I was like old. Okay. So I also love young adult books. I like same. Finally kind of stopped reading them this just this year. <laughs> Clearly, I haven't stopped. I'm just reading these now. <laughs> so I was in grade 11. I I remember being in my first year dorm, taking the bus to the public library in 2011 and getting the last book, We'll Always Have Summer, and then going wow. back to my dorm room and <laughs> reading the last one. That's so cute. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty wholesome, I would say. But like this book, like it was this and Twilight for me. Yeah, I was I read all the Twilights, but I don't know. I like missed the hype on on this one. I was also 12 when the first one came out. So. Yes, that makes sense. Like I definitely yeah. think it's it's for like a, a 15, 16 year old audience. <laughs> like Totally. But yeah, it was uh, it was big, but. Obviously, it wasn't like the phenomenon that Twilight was. And then obviously the author, Jenny Han, also wrote the series to all the boys I loved before, which was also my like bread and butter. The books? Yeah. Like Jenny Han was my god. I love that. I This was these are the first books I've ever read by her. Oh, you didn't watch the two. Well, I watched, watched but you didn't read the yeah yeah I will actually say um those books I think are uh better written or like the plot maybe is better um I'm not surprised by that yeah I actually think if I and so I want to get your thoughts but I actually think if I reread the books I I don't even know if I would like super like them I think for the first time ever I think that the tv show is better than the books I because it's the book is so fresh for me like I literally just finished it um I like literally Saturday night at like 1am I finished it so it's very (laughs) fresh um but it's very much the same but it's also different like there's a lot of new um Mm storylines which I like like I like seeing more of different characters and whatnot but it's also like more modernized yeah yes and no I guess like some of it is but some of it isn't yeah um but I don't know, like, they, they're the same, but they're different to me. Like, I kind of am, like, detaching them from one another, the books and the show. Yeah, so I think, like, the main difference is that the books are written in first person, like, POV. So it's Belly's thoughts. So we get a lot more, like, character development and um, insight into other people's relationships. Because in the show, it's, we see everybody, even when Belly's not there. Right. 
And you're right. They did modernize it. Uh, so there's like way more with Steven because Steven's like not in the books. Yeah. Steven's only there when it's like the whole group kind of. Yes. Yeah. So there's a lot more um, plot with him. You see the relationship with the moms and like them talking about aging and divorce and dating after divorce and all raising teens, all of these things. There's some things about racism, which I don't think were included in the no. book. So um, there was like some microaggressions made against Steven at the club. They talk about classism, like growing up in like a lower socioeconomic class than the Fisher family. Mm-hmm. The I think the part that I enjoyed the most was Jeremiah is queer in this TV show where he's like straight in the books. They just treat it like like it's yeah. Yeah. They like should. They yeah, treat it like yeah. anyone else. So right. that's really nice. Like it's not I was just listening to um Shannon from Pop for Thought on It's Become a Whole Thing talking about queer representation in movies and TV shows etc and she was like it's so nice to when there's yeah characters queer characters where their whole storyline isn't like coming out or um like hardship and and stuff like that I completely agree I saw um I for I think it was an interview with Jenny Han but it was like written so I was reading it and they were talking about how obviously this these books came out in 2009 mm-hmm. so we're you know much later and you know the times have evolved so much even in the past 10 years so she was talking about like small changes and Jenny Han the uh the interviewer was like oh what led you to like making Jeremiah's character bisexual I I think that's what she called I don't know if I haven't gotten that far so I don't know what his yeah sexuality is yeah I think he I think she said bye okay I think the interviewer said that at least and then she was like, well, we're obviously, like, modernizing the story. And I think that for his character, it just makes sense. Like, yes, it just makes sense for him to be, like, part of that community. And she was, like, talking about all this stuff. And it was really, like, smart the way she was talking about it. And it was just, like, so nice. And I hate in shows when, like, someone, not even just of, the like, the LGBTQ community, but, like, I'm trying to think of other things. Like, when their whole storyline is about something that is not their whole life. Yeah. Like, I know in a lot of people thought this about This Is Us. Like, Kate's whole entire storyline was about her being overweight. And, like, there's way more to her than that. Like, I don't know. I hate when they try to just, like, just keep it in the story like it was any other thing. Like, it doesn't have to be a whole production. Like, I don't know. I feel like I'm only a few episodes in, but I feel like the way that they're doing it so far is really well done. Yeah, totally. And I I would say the rest for the rest of the season. But yeah, you're totally right. Like, everyone is so nuanced and we have so many pieces of our identity that it makes a really flat character when it's just about one thing. And yeah, I also really liked how they made Jeremiah like so it wasn't a big deal but it was also like he was desirable to I don't know like to belly still I feel like yeah I feel like there's a big stigma about like maybe being straight and then dating like someone who's bi agreed yeah so yeah I just liked the entire thing and it makes so much sense for Jeremiah because he's like yeah, he just is, I don't know, he's loves just everyone. Like, and yes. yeah, yeah. It, and that one girl at the club is, I mean, so far, she's like obsessed with him. And like, yeah. I love that. Yeah, totally. The other thing I really liked about the show is like the depiction of masculinity. We see all of the main boys, Stephen, Conrad, and Jeremiah crying um, and, and have like these deep relationships with their moms and just yeah I thought that was really and like talk like obviously Conrad like didn't talk about his feelings for like a lot of it but like Mm -hmm. yeah there's just yeah I just thought it was a cool depiction again that like these boys are crying they're saying I love you to their mom etc they're expressing their feelings and again they're still seen as like desirable boys even in the books so the second book that I'm like halfway through 
switches from Belly to Jeremiah's point of view, which I love because we never really got to see that. Mm -hmm. And even in the book, at least in the second one, like they talk so much about crying and I like love it. Like Jeremiah's like, oh, I was crying. I heard Conrad crying in his room. Like (laughs) it was so cute. And like, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Like it's just cool to see people that boys specifically um that are like in touch with their feelings and not afraid to express them and yeah it's that was like uh really cool for me to watch agreed the other thing was about masculinity was like conrad has a panic attack oh you haven't seen this part no but i've (laughs) i've seen i've seen this like i i saw online like something about his panic attack okay okay okay. so he has a panic attack um i won't say anything else about it but again just like a normalization about mental health about how men experience mental health there was like some square breath do you know what square breathing is yes okay yeah there was like some square breathing situations, which is like wow. a coping strategy when you're having a panic attack. Yeah, it was just really cool. Like all of this. Yeah, I don't know. Like, again, it's like this is like the ideal world. I don't know if this is actually like an accurate depiction about how teens are nowadays, but I'm like, I really cross my fingers. Same. I think it's I think it's getting there at least. Yeah, for sure. The whole aesthetic of the TV show is is like everything it's beautiful that I could hope for yes oh my god I'm obsessed and not how I pictured the house to look at all I thought it was gonna be like smaller they literally live in a mansion on the beach like <laughs> yeah with like um uh one of those pools that an infinity pool an infinity pool <laughs> yeah and it's like just their summer house yeah it's it- literally gorgeous scenery yeah, it's so beautiful. You live on the East Coast. Is this what your summers was like? Like, <laughs> we're like, I mean, not to like the extent of, of this. So I live in New Jersey and I go to the Jersey Shore all the time. And it is not like the Jersey Shore from the show, Jersey mm-hmm. Shore. Mm-hmm. Nothing like that whatsoever. Like, it looks like how it does in, in the show. But, you know, I don't live in a mansion on the beach like uh, (laughs) Susanna does. Um, But it is, in my opinion, it's a pretty good, like, depiction of East Coast summer beach town. Because I've been to, I I think it's technically, like, supposed to be Cape Cod-ish in Massachusetts. I've been to Cape Cod plenty of times, and it is very much like that. And there are plenty of houses like that. And then I've also been to Wilmington, North Carolina, which I'm pretty sure is where the show was filmed, or at least most of it was. Right. Um, And I think that they did a pretty good job. Yeah. I'm going to the East Coast this summer to a lake in Maine, and I'm like going to pretend. Oh, yeah. Do you have brothers going with you? Because you better find some. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, it it was just like everything they were doing was just what you wanted your summer. I think that's why I enjoyed the book so much because it's like this is the perfect summer. You're like swimming. You're at your volleyball tournament. You're like drinking a slushy. You're going for ice cream. Mm -hmm. You're just like, I don't know. On the beach, late night swims, the drive-in. Yes, yes. The fireworks, like it was just everything I wanted and more. Also, I was like, Belly, I'm going to get my hair cut like in this. It was such an old school, like no layers, like just. Yes. Yeah. That's how I used to wear my hair as a kid. I'm like, should I go back to that style? (laughs) It was. Yeah. I didn't think about that, but you're so right. It was really like 90s. The music. Okay. So their budget must have been like a billion dollars because they licensed every fucking Taylor Swift song she's ever And you know what? It was worth it. Yeah. Oh my. When False God. Oh my God. Have you seen that yet? I've seen Lover. I've seen. I don't think I've seen False. I've seen two. Cruel Summer. Yeah. There was a third one. I think I saw. Maybe Uh, it wasn't False God. Nope. Okay. Maybe I've only seen two so far. Okay. There's like at least four. Taylor Swift songs. I There's five. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I saw Taylor Swift posted it. That's how I knew that. Okay. Okay. Head. So yeah, yeah, there's False God, This Love, Cruel Summer, Wildest Dreams. I think. I'm gonna look it up because I've looked at the um the soundtrack a few times because it's so good and I've so saw good. everyone was raving 
talking about it. Wait, hold on. Please it, hold. It again is giving me like Twilight vibes where it's like I just played the Twilight soundtrack on loop for years. Oh, same. Do you have Spotify or Apple Music? Well, they probably have it on both. Yeah, Spotify. Okay, good. Because I have Spotify too. I literally will send you this playlist. It's from Prime Video. So there's just Taylor Swift songs. It's This Love, Cruel Summer, Lover. Lover, yes. False God. This is a long playlist. (laughs) (laughs) I think I missed one, but yeah. And then there's a lot of Olivia Rodrigo too. Yes. Which we love. Yes. And like just so many songs that are like currently in like the currently on the charts or like on TikTok or like whatever. Yeah. Like when she walked into the party at Nicole's house and yeah. it was like up by Cardi B was playing. Me and my yeah. sister were like dancing. And we were yes. Like, oh my God, you never really like see this. Totally. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so good. Probably one of the Probably the best soundtrack of a TV show I've ever seen. Yeah, it's incredible. And then I saw also on Prime Video Spotify, each main character, so Belly, Conrad, Jeremiah, and Steven, each posted their own playlist. And it's called like The Summer I Turned Pretty and then the actor, actress's name. And then it says like their character's name playlist. And it says playlist curated by like you know the actor based on yeah. songs that help them prepare for the role of blank. And it's really good. Okay, so you know what I'm doing after this podcast. I'm just yeah, gonna... highly recommend. Oh my god, obsessed. Okay, I love when music is so integral to the show or movie or whatever. Me too. I always have this conversation with people, like when I'm watching a movie or a show, and the soundtrack is amazing. It yeah. makes the show even better. Yeah, totally. When I was in high school, we had to do like a personal project, like about yourself and like your goals and stuff like that. And I burned a CD for my teacher to listen to while she Wait, I'm obsessed with that. Read my essay. (laughs) That is amazing. I really wish I knew what was on it as songs that I thought like were important to my life. So (laughs) we'll see. That is like iconic. Okay, the, the one thing I forgot about this book is just like the emphasis on uh beauty then like the debutante ball which obviously when they modernized it they talked about like some of the patriarchal like roots of it but what did you think about those concepts um so they're not in like well so the dead ball isn't in the book so I was like Mm. very intrigued by that storyline because obviously that's gonna be totally new to me yes but I think it's very like interesting and also like again what we were saying before I just think that it's all very well done in the show yeah 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 so far at least yeah yes yeah there's like a few belly monologues to the end that like kind of talks about it but I'm glad that they updated it because I think that it doesn't read as well in the books agreed <laughs> agreed did you get kissing booth vibes kind of because, you know, brothers, obviously, Kissing Booth. And I've also seen some people comparing it to Twilight. Not yeah. in that way, but in the love triangle way. Yes, yes, yes. People were saying, if you are team Conrad, you're team Edward. And if you're team Jeremiah, you were team Jacob. That is, like, m- correct math. Like, Spot on. <laughs> yes, yeah. absolutely. So are you team jelly or team belrad i mean so far in the show i am team cam oh okay <laughs> why does cam actually make more sense for belly than either than of those boys <laughs> yeah 100 percent. um even when i was reading the book and like i knew it was i knew he was not gonna last yeah poor cam but like yeah you can't help but feel bad for him because he seems like the sweetest nicest guy who's so into her and then she really doesn't care about like she does but she really doesn't she only has eyes for conrad yes i don't know i kind of flip back and forth i love the way that jeremiah is just so like happy and like tells her she looks beautiful and like he's very open and i don't know like sweet and then Conrad, like you 
literally the second he's on screen they start playing lover by taylor swift so yeah it's like, okay i love yeah. him but like yeah. he's kind of a big asshole so yes 100 percent. so you're what on team the are fence? you on <laughs> i'm on the fence for right now i've also like i am 99 sure i know how the books end yeah but like still in the books it's kind of like in the middle Even, so I, yeah i'm still kind of like on the fence because i'm in the show and the books like yeah i haven't seen enough but I, I go back and forth. Yeah. And I don't think you'll find out till the third book. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. I So I'll tell you, I'm, I was team Edward. I'm, I think I'm still team Edward. And I'm team Conrad. That I'll makes just, sense. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> okay. The last thing I wanted to ask you before we move on. So... A lot of my friends have been like, oh, I'm going to watch the TV show. But I'm like, oh, you should read the books. Is it worth it as like someone in your 20s to read? Because again, they were written for yeah, younger for a 15 year old yes. in 2009. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to say yes. They're so quick. Like you, mm. it's the summer. Like you can blow through these books in a weekend. Like they're very easy to read. So I would say yes. But if you're going to read them, like just to watch the show, like, I don't think that's necessary because mm-hmm. the show is very like different, not very different, but you know, it's a much more modernized and like well rounded show than the books were. So depends on what you're going into it for a cute, harmless, like interesting story or for the show. Yeah, totally. Well, text me your thoughts when you are finished the season. Oh, I will. My I started with my mom and my sister and literally my sister was like, um, I'm so excited for you to be done so we can keep watching the show. Oh, <laughs> like, that's so We can nice. watch all night. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, it's time for Pettyweight Champion of the Week. This is the part of the show where the guest, Taylor, is going to nominate a Pettyweight Champion of the Week. Someone in the media who did something petty and it was iconic. Taylor, who are you nominating this week? Okay, I have a runner-up and a first-place winner. Okay, love you, this. You might have already discussed the first pla- my first-place winner mm-hmm. because it was kind of like a story, but I don't know if you... Whatever, okay. My runner-up is Khloe Kardashian because there were all these pictures that came out this week of her and Tristan like uh, around Father's Day blah blah blah, and we all know how the show just ended (laughs) so poor timing but I saw people saying that it was for Father's Day but then I also saw people saying it was like True's dance recital that he was at or something I don't know what's true and what's not but I saw today that Khloe responded to a comment on something and was like very um manipulative of the paparazzi to only release photos of me and Tristan and not my sisters and their baby daddies as well Kim and Kanye Kylie and Travis it was just me and Tristan and I thought that that was interesting and I was also like proud of her for standing up for herself because I feel like we don't see her doing that a lot these days yes very like old school Chloe Yes. But okay, I actually agree with that because it reminds me of the Florence Pugh beach photos with Nick, whatever. I his name. Yeah, like the eyebrows. eyebrows kid. <laughs> yes, eyebrows. Like, I love that we both said that. Yeah. Nick eyebrows. <laughs> because she was like, hey, if you just panned out a couple feet, you would have seen all of our friends and it doesn't look romantic. And yeah. I'm assuming, like, that's also the same with Chloe. Like, it was, like, a tight shot of him touching her shoulder as they're, like, getting into a car. And it's, like, yeah, of like, course. Right. I, I took that picture as, like, they were probably putting True in her car seat in the back. And they <laughs> yes. were both, like, looking at her. And everyone was, like, I would never let him touch me, which I don't disagree with. But yes. It is the father of her child, and she's yeah. trying to be, like, a good mom. So totally. let her be. Yeah, and they're co-parenting, and I think a lot of co-parents have their relationship where it's like, yeah, they, like, just text and then drop the kid off on, like, the lawn, but a lot of people don't want that. They yeah. want to interact together with their child, so I'm like, it's totally fine. I I don't think they're, like, back together or, like, anything like that. I don't either, because I was actually just watching – 
um, her podcast with Not Skinny But Not Fat this morning, and she yes. was just talking about him as, like, a co-parent and yes. not as a relationship. Finally. 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 We <laughs> hope for good. Yeah, it's only been, like, four years since the first incident of cheating, but yeah <laughs> okay my my first place winner which um we don't have to talk about it if you already did because I have a feeling you might have this was not this week it was last week okay but it just like sat in my brain all week and it hasn't left but my winner for pettyweight champion is Zayn Malik for, oh yes for posting a video of him singing his original line from a One Direction song and kind of shading Liam. Yes. Okay. So I talked about the Liam Payne interview on Impulsive, but I'm pretty sure I had uh, recorded before Zayn clapped back. Okay. That's what I thought. Okay. So good. (laughs) Amazing. I didn't want to like repeat it. No, it was so good. So from what I understand as like a 1D girl, but not a directioner, is that when Zayn left the Liam took over a lot of his like higher pitched vocal parts mm-hmm. and this was one of them and so he released that just to shade Liam. Yeah. So pretty much nailed it. Yes. Um a fun fact about me that I pretty much keep private from 90% of people but <laughs> I'm just going to put it on blast right now Perfect. is that I used to have a One Direction Stan Twitter account so you're talking to a big directioner here <laughs> I'm so obsessed. I have all the firsthand tea that you need so after Zane left he literally never pretty much never acknowledged the band ever again like and after they the four of them broke up like they also like never really talked about it like Niall and Harry have both been on James Corden and they've done the um what is it called with the food oh yeah um spill it or yeah spill your guts or fill your guts yes yes nice that so both of them were asked questions about like like you know tea questions about One Direction and they both like ate they didn't have to answer it and then Mm -hmm. Liam just you know was talking all this shit which most of it was true sorry the band was definitely formed around him and he was the lead singer in like for the first album yes okay yes I actually believe that too because I was like okay but there's actually like facts he auditioned before Simon loved him but thought he wasn't ready and then he came back I do believe that's true yeah and if you listen to like their first album all of the like main chorus parts and like the main singing is Liam. Yes. I I mean, they slowly, I mean, they quickly transitioned out of that, but still in the very beginning, like that was true. Yes. It, it was, uh, very much like it in sync where JC Chazé was kind of pitched to be the star. And then it had like Justin just shone, we all know who the star right like you can't control who the star is like yes and that was harry yeah so so zane posting him singing his high note from you and i yes song you singing that liam took over and not there's no caption there's nothing said just him singing that one part of the song in front of all of his awards was all he needed to say absolutely absolutely and that was that is like serious petty weight like that is serious 100 percent, yeah because you're right the boys until this Liam Payne interview that's why I wanted to talk about it so bad really no one talks about 1D or they're like it was a good time we're still friends like wouldn't yep. trade it for the world like just kind of general statements they're they're not going into their like their real experiences so that's why it was so explosive Yeah, that's why everyone was, like, dying that he said anything at all because we never get any information out of them. Yeah. There's been a lot of, like, One Direction things this month that is just, like, making my heart swell. There was – I mean, not that the Liam stuff was good, but I still enjoyed listening to it. There's the Liam and then the Zayn. And then at a Louis concert recently, he said something. It was a short video because it got cut off, but it was, like, he said something, like, 
the best times in the world with my band One Direction. And then last night, Niall was at yes. Harry's show. Yes, oh. that was really cute because I know Niall and Harry are still really good friends and stuff. And seeing him in the crowd and like beaming. Beaming during What Makes You Beautiful too. Yeah. Oh my God. I like could cry about it. Oh, literally same. I didn't know Louis was doing concerts. Yeah, he is on a world tour, or maybe it's ending, but he was on a world tour. Wild, I guess. Wild. Harry... He probably has like the him and Liam probably have the least known music. I I feel like yeah. so those are obviously a lot smaller, but yeah, yeah. Because I was like, it's just Harry in the media right now with his tour, so everywhere. Yeah, wild. Okay, those were such good nominations. Thank you. <laughs> Honestly, when I saw it, I was like, oh my God, I have to think about this. And then I was like, they came to me. I was like, wait, these are actually really good ones. <laughs> They're really good I was ones. proud of myself. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> okay, it's finally time for This Week in Petty, where Taylor's going to share a story about something that happened to her in real life uh, that she's petty about. What are you petty about this week? Okay, so these are both like minor things because I'm <laughs> not going to. I'm not gonna complain like I mean not gonna complain that's not the right word I'm not gonna like gloat but like life is good it's summer oh I'm going on vacation in a few days like I really have nothing to complain about oh that's so refreshing that's literally so refreshing I'm very like where are you going so my cousin is studying abroad in Rome so I'm going to visit her stop stop stop, I know are you gonna live your best Lizzie McGuire days a hundred percent i'm gonna book a vespa tour and go on a vespa in rome and then literally pretend i'm lizzie mcguire and then find your paulo or no you're like the good version no fingers yeah. crossed <laughs> um yeah so like not too much to be petty about like life is pretty good, good. but i do have like serious guilt about taking pto <laughs> oh my god a lot of days off and i'm like oh i kind of want to extend my trip a day but then i'm like are they gonna hate me at work no obviously not but yeah i know yes oh my god no okay work is work is work work will always be there exactly yeah that's like the biggest lesson i learned in my 20s is like work will always be there and they won't hate you (laughs) <laughs> no, they won't. I always like have that joke. I always like say to like my family, obviously as a joke, I'm like, are you mad at me? Do you hate me? Yeah. I so you know. I'm always like, do my friends hate me or do I need to eat dinner? <laughs> like, like, yep. <laughs> it's usually the latter. Yeah, I'm like, do <laughs> does everyone hate me or should I take a nap? Like Yeah. yeah. Literally my performance review for work, uh, like I have a great like relationship with my team. But like my performance review is tomorrow and I'm like, I'm sweating. Like And it's gonna be gold stars. Yeah, it's it's literally gonna be fine. I don't know. I've had one of these before. Like I don't know why I'm making myself all like anxious. It's literally gonna be fine. But yeah. So are you gonna do it? Take Extend it? Yeah. Um, well, I haven't really booked my <laughs> return flight home yet. So That's it won't be that hard. Yes. Oh my god, please. Yeah, you're gonna have so much fun. I feel like Right now, when you're at home thinking about work, you're like, how could I do this? As soon as you, like, get off the plane, you'll be like, bonjour, no. Yeah, I'm going to be like, bye. (laughs) Don't even know your names anymore. Literally. You're going to be like, hasta la vista or whatever. Yeah, ciao, Yeah, ciao. Thank you. (laughs) Literally. You'll be like, work who? Like, no, Work who? I'm going to watch the Lizzie McGuire movie in Rome and all is going to be right in the world. Oh, I'm so excited for you. That's going to be so much fun. Thank you so much. Are you like backpacking? Are you going to like hostels? Like what's the vibe? So she obviously has an apartment because she's like living there for the whole summer. Yeah. And because of COVID, like I can't visit, like I can't go where she lives, which yeah. is kind of annoying. So I have my own Airbnb for like four days or something and then me and her and her roommates are going to Mykonos oh my god that's gonna be so fun all the white I buildings know. so okay you also have to watch like Mamma Mia <laughs> like, I'm going to <laughs> yeah, if you have busy. any um good Greece or Mamma Mia related like captions that you want to give me yeah. feel free to send them my way <laughs> 
Oh my God. That's so funny. Oh, that's going to be so fun. And okay. You could, okay. Last thing you can watch and just watch all these on the plane. Um, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Yes. I want to. <laughs> I'm going to do both of those things. Okay. I love that. Okay. Yeah. Like quit work on it. <laughs> no, I'm like this close. Are you kidding me? I'm like never coming home. <laughs> yeah. Just work remote for the rest Which of Which I life. do. So tempting. Very tempting. Very tempting. Okay. This was so much fun. Thank you for coming on again. Thank you for having me again. I have so much fun. Good. Uh, where can the listeners find you and anything else you want to plug? Honestly, I'm just going to plug my Instagram. That's the T <laughs> underscore podcast. T is just the letter, not like, you know, the drink. And then hopefully the podcast will come back soon, maybe in like the fall. But you never know. Yes. Live your summer offline. That's the goal. <laughs> and then come back in the fall. Yeah. So until then, just follow my Instagram. I swear I post decent stuff yeah again breaking news like hit the bell notification or whatever seriously what do i have to do to get people to follow and subscribe here (laughs) okay thanks for coming on thank you and there you have it thank you so much for listening and thank you to taylor for joining me on today's episode if you enjoyed the show you can rate and review the podcast on apple podcasts and spotify share it with a friend post it on your socials rep some merch this sum so cute (laughs) the link will be in the episode show notes i hope you are all safe and healthy out there as always i am your host tori and i am ready to be petty see you soon bye